Hello, me again. Just start with a quick thank you to those who listened last week uh, and some of you have uh, given me some positive feedback. So uh, here we are again. It's interesting. I haven't got um, our little gopher, Dan Rollinson, to, to pull the analytic, analytic data from last week's to find who listened. I'm guessing the demographic was somewhere between late 40s and, and, and mid 60s. Um, if I'm doing you a disservice and you're, you're younger than that, welcome along, younger dudes. Uh, this is the place to be. We've warned you, haven't we, that these are going to be kind of rambling affairs, um, but hopefully won't last any longer than 10 minutes of your precious time. This week, it's going to be very, very tenuous <laughs> around Aston Villa. Last week, I bumped into a mate of mine um, who is actually part of that demographic as well. He's old, older than me, bless him, uh, Mick Parker. Um, outside Villa Park. Now, Mick is um, a groundsman at Bodymore Heath, follows Villa home and away every week. Lovely fella. Travelled with him on a couple of European trips and around the world with um, Auntie Pam and Uncle Bridge. Um, so I don't know whether those names will mean anything to you, but they're, they're Aston Villa royalty. Anyway, uh, bumped into Mick outside Villa Park last week and he said to me, bring back the Argus. Now, I hear this a lot from people of a certain age and it can mean a couple of things um it could mean bring back the argus catalogue you know the glossy brochure where we used to look order our high fives from our commodore 64s and even my mr t doll i think um that arrived in the mid 80s um complete with fake jewelry but i don't think he meant that i think he meant the sports argus and it's got me reminiscing it's got me reminiscing about the argus now 2024 we're in now it's now fully 18 years, or it will be in a couple of months' time, 18 years since the Argus ceased to be. 18 years ago, that means there's people alive or who will soon be able to buy alcohol, vote, get our Claret and Blue tattoo logo tattooed across their buttocks, but they weren't even born when the Argus was still a thing. 2006 was the last ever edition of the Argus. I've told this story before. I've certainly told this story. I've written this story before, but I'm not sure I've told it in the podcast. The very last edition of the Argus was the cup final between Liverpool and West Ham. And because it was a late kickoff and it went to extra time, the Argus wasn't even able to carry the final score of that game. I think it just said nail-biter because the game was still hanging in the balance. Uh, so, you know... Nearly 18 years on, there's probably still still people who don't realise how that cup final cup final ended. But a serious point, the fact that we weren't able to carry the final score in the Argus was the death knell, really, because by then you could get the scores of Premier League, FA Cup, all the way down the pyramid grassroots level. Everybody would have their own website. So the purpose that the Argus used to serve in terms of being that, that roundup of all that was was happening in, in in West Midlands sport, it just became, you know, it, it was no longer serving the purpose that it used to. Now, if you're still with me, and if there's certainly still any younger listeners with me, um, just a little bit of a of a kind of nostalgia trip about the Argus. It used to be the case, certainly in my house and with me, it used to be the case that you'd only really buy the 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 Argus when your team had won. Now, with Aston Villa back in the day, um, I'm probably talking, you know, my, my fav, favourite era of the the kind of throughout the 90s. It was a regular occurrence that Villa won. So getting the Argus was was a regular occurrence as well. 
it was even before the national lottery started. You'd still you'd see queues around the block for people just waiting, waiting for the delivery driver to arrive with the Argus. You know, even before he bundled it out of his van and and, and cut the kind of um, cut the tape that that would have wrapped it, you'd see people seize upon them. You'd either get your own copy of the Argus, or you'd probably find a copy that was passed around the pub. Random thought again. <laughs> I've just had a random thought. Uh, you don't see the sports argus pass around the pub anymore, but do you even still see the Cockle and Muscle Man in the pub? Does he still come around? I don't know. He might come around to your local, but he certainly doesn't come around to any of mine. Anyway, I had the pleasure of, I say writing. You wouldn't necessarily be writing for the Argus on match day. You'd probably be talking a bit like I am now. So what we used to do, and this really is a, a trip down memory lane, we used to. I'm not now. I'm not. I'm not old enough to remember the the tales of some of my predecessors when they they'd rock up at football matches with a pile of ten, p- ten pence pieces, and they would have to find a payphone somewhere near the stadium to phone through their reports to a copy taker. I'm not quite that old, but I am old enough to remember when we'd have to rock with a plug-in phone. So we plug in a landline and we get a copy taker on the line and we just have to have to deliver our, our match reports over the telephone that way. Honestly, you, you can guarantee you'd probably end up at the noisiest stadium with the deafest copy taker, and you'd be shouting words, trying to get them heard. And on occasion, what you'd say wouldn't really bear any resemblance to what went in print. Well, that's my excuse anyway. I'm sticking to it. I remember a time once, and this would this would have been me covering a non-league game, probably covering Kidderminster or something like that, or or a lower league da- game game um, for the for the Argus rather than Villa. But I remember a time when I think I, I think I can't remember what the manager who the manager would have been, but I'd say something like so and so's troops, meaning troops T. Our double OPS, as in kind of army troops, um, came from three goals down, you know, to whatever. Uh, and it would appear as troops, as in dance troops, so T-R-O-U-P-E-S. That was that was the Argus for you. And you'd always find that you'd probably have 600 words of the first 70 minutes when nothing happened. And then the, the, the five goals that happened in the last 10 or 20 minutes would be relegated to two or three paragraphs. I speak I speak fondly about the Argus and I've got fond memories of it. And I used to kind of write for, for the Argus and for, for the Sporting Star, which was the, the kind of the Express and Stars equivalent. I did promise, didn't I? I did, I did promise I'd try and, try and crowbar some, some Villa references in it. So... I've been um I've been looking back through through the archive to to see how how the news of the Argus's kind of demise if you like was was greeted. Um I am crowbarring this in a little bit to try and get uh try and get some villa references in. But I've seen some some quotes from from Graham Taylor. Um he was saying whilst I was at Villa during my first spell as a club we were very we were very aware of the Argus the one thing I remember is that as soon as the game was over win lose or draw I would do my bits for the press and then the directors of both clubs would convene in the Villa boardroom there would always be two or three copies of the Argus hand delivered to Villa Park for the attention of Doug Ellis maybe maybe he wanted to know what people were saying about him I don't know but I always remember the paper being there Doug himself said, As a committed reader of the Sports Argus for the past 50 years, I am very disappointed that it is closing. I will miss the Argus very much, and I would like to wish all the staff involved on the Argus the best of luck for the future. The other thing that I found quite uh, quite interesting, like I said, I'm crowbarring in, crowbarring in Villa, Villa links at, at the moment. 
not sure whether I'm allowed to say the name Stephen Gerrard, but obviously he was he was playing. He scored that cracker, didn't he, in the game that I re- referenced the um, the West Ham West Ham Liverpool final. Uh, and if there is anybody still waiting for the result of that match because they've been hanging on waiting for the Argus to, to provide an update, I think Liverpool won three one on penalties if memory serves me correctly. Yeah, the only other thing that that made me laugh, I was reading a tribute to the Argus from a guy called Bob Downing. I know Bob pretty well. I used to live around the corner from him in Rowley Regis, and he was the Albion correspondent for many years, and also a racing correspondent on the on the Mail. Um, and he tells a funny story that the Argus once was used by Ron Atkinson, albeit in his days at West Brom rather than uh, rather than Aston Villa, was used to whack whack a reporter over the head with when he, he disagreed with something he'd written in a previous paper. But yeah, like I said, this is this has been completely completely rambling, and it's been very very tenuous in terms of the the Villa links to it. But I just wanted to go on a, a bit of a whimsical nostalgia trip talking about the Argus and. For those of the those of you that aren't old enough to remember it, yeah, it really it really was a treat. Sadly, we're living in an age where where now I'm not sure we'd we'd, we'd ever ever be able to sell the amount of copies of the Argus that that we used to, especially with kickoff times all over the place uh, and so many other ways to get your information. But yeah, that's this week's rambling villain voice notes. And until next time, up the villa. Oh yeah, sorry, I promised to uh, end these with a dodgy dad joke, didn't I? What have I got for you? Oh, yeah. Um, my mate's just been sacked from his job on the waltzers. Yep, he's doing them for fun fair dismissal. Sorry. Sorry.